0: Something that's brewing here that you have been a part of and experienced, uh, you were a Power 5 quarterback at Georgia Tech and you started one season there coming out of a hell of a Juco year. You had to go win the job. Um, the big, I don't know, coffee, biscuit, scrambled eggs discussion around the state of Mississippi um, from now until, I guess, Lane Kiffin either tells us or it bleeds into late August or maybe even Labor Day is who's going to win the quarterback position in Oxford, Mississippi. Can you talk about what it's like having been in a really competitive um, quarterback battle at Georgia Tech? Uh, Tell me what it's like when every rep counts and what it's like being around that other guy because you're competing your tail off against them. And so, you know, can you really like each other? Can you hang out with each other? Walk us through that, Lukes.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And let me kick my dog on the side of the neck right now. We have another out of
0: bounds fan, Lois Lane yeah, loves. You have, you have
1: another out of bounds out of bounds. That, uh, I, think, I think she wanted to answer the question. Right? <laughs> um, and if she won't be quiet here, I'm not gonna be able to answer your question. Anyway, um, you know, it's interesting because I, I was in a very, very intense battle. And it's interesting for Jackson Dart because I too transferred into a place that had a returning starting quarterback, right, and that had previous 11 games the year before. And I think, you know, looking back on it, not realizing it at the time, but looking back on it, the thing that can be very, very difficult is winning over the team because that person, regardless of how many times they've started, they've been within the locker room. They've been within the framework of the team. They have established relationships, established friendships. And you know what happens oftentimes in in that type of situation? People take sides. Yep, And that's just human nature, right? So I think that's a a, a component to it if you're the incoming person. Um, But I'll say this, and and I I did this as a coach because I think it's important um, because you need to be able to present the opportunity to those in the competition and you need to make sure that they trust in you as a coach that it is a competition. Well, how do you do that? How do you make sure that they, every player thinks that they're getting an equal shot, right? Well, one of the ways you do it in the most verifiable way, is you chart everything they do. And when I mean chart, I'm talking about did was it incomplete? Was it complete? Did they make the right progression? Did you make the right check at the line of scrimmage? Did you get the team in the right pass protection? Um, are you, wh- what, is your, what are you doing on third down? Uh, every little thing that could be charted and documented as an objective uh, factor in the decision needs to be done for everybody that's in the competition because at the end of the day, you're going to have to make a decision. And what you want to do is go into that room and be able to say, guys, you've competed for, what, 15 days in the spring. You've gone into the summer. Now we've charted everything for, like, in my case. I uh, I didn't come out of the spring as the starter. We were kind of co-number ones. And then I went into the fall and had to battle up until the week leading into our opener. Um, and so you you want to go go in to present to the players, hey, listen, here's what each and every one of you did. So if you're wondering how we came to this, decision. right? This is part of the equation. We've documented everything you've done here. It's been equal uh, across the board. But then I also think there's a component that is is, is a feel um, you kind of have it. Uh, you get a sense this guy might have a little something that the other guy doesn't have and maybe that's a personality quirk. Maybe that is uh, something in the competitive temperament side in the mental toughness side. Um and you and you get a feel for it as a coach. You have to have some instincts for that. Um and, and that comes into play in in you know making the decision as well. I, I, I listen, I'll I'll say this. I and I had I look back on it now and it made me a better person, it made me a better player. But the guy that I was competing with who had started the previous eleven games, they roomed us together in fall camp.
0: Good. So Lord. imagine
1: every Imagine every single day going back to the same room, you know, in between two days, at night, and then at the very end when they tell us the decision, the two of us having to go back to the same room.
0: Okay, so you don't have cell phones then, and you don't have social media. We're visiting with Tom Luganville with ESPN. You see him on TV and radio and everywhere else. Uh, He was in a heated quarterback battle at Georgia Tech. Um, and he was the new guy, as Lugan bill said, so we 're setting this up because of this whole Jackson Dart who was is the returning starter, Spencer Sanders, and then you have you know Walker Howard over here too we 've never seen a quarterback yep. room like this i don 't think in college football, and there 's rumors that there's a million and a half dollars tied up annually in that room until somebody transfers out, which we've never ever experienced either. So these are all new things that are happening. They happen to be happening at a school that we cover every day in, in Ole Miss two hours, two and Mm -hmm. a half hours up the road. So um, did y'all ever go, maybe not to blows, but was it, was it contentious? Was it, was it, uh, you know, at times you you get ticked off at each other. How, How did that go as roommates, Luke's?
1: uh never between us but yes between me and other teammates you know i had referenced that you know guys will take sides and that happened to me that happened against me that's part of the deal you know um and because uh, i think a lot of the team felt like wait a minute this guy started 11 games why did we bring in a junior college guy right. what, what, what what are we doing Why you know I don't, I don't like this blah 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 whatever it may have been between myself and and him never we actually were pretty close and pretty tight and had and, and later on how about this several years later I end up coaching against him in the arena football league really he ends up going on and, and playing some yeah yeah. I mean it's um just you, you just never know how that thing how that thing plays out but no everything during the day was highly competitive um you know, you want to win every drill. You want to win every rep. You, you know that every, like I said, everything's being charted. You see him take, uh, let's just say, okay, we're gonna, he's going to go three and I'm going to go three. And all of a sudden, seven on seven, he completes three in a row. Okay, well, now I better go complete three in a row, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or I better go throw a touchdown. And then he may be looking at me and all of a sudden, you know, I go, you know, 0, 0 for 3 in a, in a team drill or what have you. And he's going to be looking at that, going, "All right, maybe that's an edge. Maybe that's a, a way for me to get a leg up." You know, it's just it was constant back and forth. And it's uh, and it's if, if you have any type of competitive competitive temperament, or if you have any type of competitive bone in your body, you're always looking what the other guy's doing. You can't help it because sure. you want to beat it. Yeah, you want to beat it. You want to exceed what that person's doing. And and for me, to be honest with you, one of the reasons why I ended up winning the job um i also happened to come in with a new offensive coordinator okay so the offense was new all right and the offense was the same for all of us so i didn't have to come in and learn something everybody else was learning i had to come in and learn and they had to learn at the same pace and at the same rate now where i might have had a little bit of a leg up at the time was i was a coach's kid And I'd been around it, and I'd been in locker rooms, and I'd been in meeting rooms, and I'd done a lot of X's and O's stuff at a a young age. So this particular offense, um, there was a lot of new stuff for – the guy's name was Donnie Davis, by the way. Uh, For Donnie, there was a lot of new stuff. And and for me, like, I was a little bit more comfortable and caught on, I think, a little faster to – Check with me at the line of scrimmage, identifying fronts and then checking the play away from maybe the one technique or, you know, checking it to this or, you know, uh, switching the, the pass protection. We were doing a lot more of that than I think the previous offensive system was doing. And I, I was a little bit further ahead in that regard and that probably helped me out when it came to the final decision.
0: I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot, and believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash O-O-B to get 15% off your first order when you use O-O-B at checkout. What about, when, when did you know you won it or did you?
1: Um, I, I didn't, man. I, I felt like I had a good camp. I thought it was going to go either way. I could have understood. And I look back on it now and I felt this way the night it happened. Uh, I could have understood if I wasn't, wasn't the guy immediately because I felt like the thing was so close that if I wasn't the guy it didn't mean I wasn't going to play like, The the thing went down to the wire. I mean, it really did. It was, I think they brought us in on a Sunday leading in. No, we had, we opened up on Thursday night ESPN. So this would have been like the, the previous Thursday, maybe. Um, and, uh, and, and I went in, your guess was as good as mine. I thought, and I think he felt that way too. I think he felt like, okay, I've probably played good enough to win this thing, but so is Tom, you know, that type of thing. Okay.
0: Okay, Tom Luganville with ESPN on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. So, let's, Blake, do you have a question? I was going to go on to something else, but if if you've got more here, then let's. I, let's I was keep just going to ask on the QB thing. You said to start this about QB battles that oh, you know, team teammates pick sides, and I get the kind of stuff. And the hardest thing to do is win the team over. I think yeah. it's easy to, to neglect over that and say, well, oh, hey, if you start winning games, then you can win the team over. That makes sense. But we have, I don't know, four months before the first game? Five months? Yeah. How, can, can you win the team over without winning a game if you're Spencer Sanders or Walker Howard in this situation? Or does Jackson Dart great. have a way bigger, bigger leg up because he's won you games?
1: That's a great question. and And I'll tell you, I didn't. I didn't win games. It was the first time in my career I did not win as a, as a quarterback. And in that did that hurt? Absolutely it hurt me because all it did was create more doubt and more resentment and had, you know, you hear the phrase, winning cures all woes, and it really does. Sure. At the end of the day, it, it really does. And that was a great question, Blake, because I do think, you know, Jackson, Dart. there's some proof in the pudding there, right? And the team knows what they have in him and uh you know listen is is every But are you going to have everybody on your side no but the ones that aren't on your side the only way you're going to get them is if you win and so i think that where where spencer sanders comes into play is he's won a lot of football games and he's been unbelievably productive and if these players who follow college football have been playing college football and they're on the roster don't you know like you said before, way back then and all that, we didn't have Google, we didn't have the internet. Yeah. All those players, if they didn't know who Spencer Sanders was, well, they're going to Google say Who's the who's Spencer Sanders guy? I and mean, they're going to go, "Oh wow, okay, he's thrown for almost ten thousand yards, and you know is uh, been very, very productive, you know, so on and so forth." So, um, but I do think going in, the incumbent does have that benefit with with the locker room. I really I, believe that. Okay.
0: Yeah. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, and you like Jackson Dart, and I thought he played yeah. well last year, but at the end of the day, you believe that Spencer Sanders will win this thing, right? Um,
1: I don't know if I'm convinced of that, but I know what it will do to Jackson Dart. It's going to do one of two things. He's either going to rise to the occasion – or he's going to get caught up in being frustrated because they bought somebody in and he's not going to perform the way they want him to. Yeah. I don't think there will be any gray area. Okay. And I think the thing that concerns Lane Kiffin the most is that he is risky with the football, but that's kind of part of his makeup, right? right. He's a riverboat gambler. Uh, with, with some of the spectacular plays you'll see him make, you're going to see him make some boneheaded ones too. And I think that really ticks Lane Kiffin off. and wants to, He doesn't want to change his temperament but he's got to get him to make better decisions. And if he doesn't make better decisions, then he needed to bring somebody in that is going to send a message to Jackson Dart that that stuff's not going to be tolerated, you know? And so I think I, how he responds is going to be the biggest determining factor of whether or not Jackson Dart's the quarterback.
0: That's true. Uh, somebody's got to leave the, the nest this summer, though. I think I, we'll see how it
1: Potentially. plays it won't out. Be, it won't be Walker Howard.
0: No, it will not be. He is Tom Luganbill with ESPN on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Tom Luganbill, I hope you have a great week, buddy. We'll catch up next week.
1: Will do. Thank you, Bob.
0: Thanks, man. The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Streaming live for you on thezone1059.com. That's powered by Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and the super cool Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Also, show is presented by the iconic American lager, Yingling. Can't beat it. Enjoy an ice-cold Yingling and some crawfish at Mud Bugs this afternoon. Blake said he's taking me. Superfan Brooks Bryant from Duty Noble Field at 930